Welcome to the Assemble Dance Studio Podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Want to grab a free copy of my Dance Studio Growth Marketing eBook? Sign up for a free copy today of the ebook 97 Simple Strategies to Grow Your Dance Studio by going to assembledancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Claire O'Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. In today's interview episode, I interview the wonderful Erica Herridge from The Wealthy Dancer Co. And Erica also has a her own Instagram called Movement with Erica where she uh, tracks her teaching experience and shares information and skills all about flexibility, wellness and yoga and just in general movement and hence movement with Erica. Now, Erica actually is a present presenter at uh, our Sundance conference this Friday. So a little behind the scenes, it is Monday in Australia. I interviewed Erica uh, at 6 a.m. in a, my time zone this morning and I'm just recording this intro afterwards uh, and so we can get this episode out to you tomorrow. Uh, because it's the start of the year, I haven't really had uh, as much of a chance to batch my episodes. So these are a little bit more uh, recording and sharing with you as soon as I doing them where in the in the you know normal years as I go on I try and batch podcast uh, batch record my episodes actually so that's a little bit of behind the scenes Uh, and then in our chat this morning we touch on a little bit about Erica's background and her current businesses and her new businesses and her passion for all things uh, dancer wellness as well as flexibility and how it really is the center of all that we are doing in the dance classroom. Erica has a heap of information that she shares in today's podcast, but I'm so excited as well to have her as a presenter at the Sundance Conference this Friday. So if you are interested in joining us, feel free to head over to the website, which is assembledancestudiocoaching.com and follow the links to the conference page we have tickets for those who want to join us live and watch us live and then we also have tickets available for those who the uh, you know the time might not work with you so well and you want to just get a copy of all the recordings so be sure to check that out and also check out the socials for all the rest of the timetable there's a heap of information Um, you could obviously join us for the day and just get a whole heap of knowledge for the year ahead or essentially like I said you could sign up for the digital sort of recording and basically, you know, either binge them all at once or have your a professional development pretty much for the year ahead would be there would be enough there for you. So in today's episode with Erica, we talk a little bit more about how she started her business, about her passion for flexibility and movement, as well as her story about growing up. So it's a really, really awesome chat. Be sure to follow her on social media. Uh, but without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Erica. I'm so excited to chat with you and get to know a little bit about you and your business more. 
Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So apart from our conversation this morning, which again, I'm so excited to connect with you one-on-one, it's a bit more of an interview style. I am also really looking forward to hearing you speak on Friday at the Sundance virtual convention. I'm so excited to be able to connect with speakers, uh, you know, in different time zones now as well as that it's virtual. Uh, But obviously that's going to be a little bit different, but very, very excited to have you here this morning as well. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm so excited to chat and share my passion with other dance educators, dance teachers, studio owners. Amazing, amazing. Um, I want to ask you, so I, again, like I said, so excited to learn more about what you're passionate about today and on Friday, but Friday will be a little bit more of a presentation about information. So today we're going to learn a bit more about you as well. So, you know, for those maybe who don't follow you and probably maybe, you know, people haven't heard of your history, your background, what you do, can you tell me a little bit first about your own sort of personal dance history and dance journey? Yeah, definitely. So um, I started baby ballet when I was about three years old at my local uh, recreational center. Um, And that was kind of the only thing that stuck as a kid. I tried it all, swimming, soccer, um, cheerleading, gymnastics, all of those kinds of things. And dance was um, the only thing I I really felt excited to go to and and really connected to. So um, after that baby ballet class and after trying a bunch of different types of sports and movement practices. I, um, my mom enrolled me in uh, a dance studio in Mississauga, Ontario called Studio Pavis. And that's where I started my competitive journey. And I, I danced there all the way up until I graduated high school. I actually started with Irish, which is (laughs) a little crazy to think about because I, I didn't continue with Irish, but, um, that was my, my intro into the studio. Um, and I ended up kind of specializing in Afro and lyrical. Those were my uh, favorite um, genres to compete in and to perform when I was growing up. Um, and that's also where I started teaching. So I um, stepped into an assistant teacher role at my studio um, around the age of 15 um, and learned so much shadowing uh, my own teachers and definitely felt that it made me a better dancer um, in my teen years as I began teaching and uh, sharing my passion with other um, dancers and people who, you know, look up to me. Um, And after graduating high school, I went on to um, dance a little bit in school. Um, I was studying marketing at the time. So I I danced a few times a week um, on the part-time dance team at the University of Guelph. And, continued teaching all throughout uh, school. And now I have been teaching full time for the last two to three years. Um, And obviously that's been (laughs) very different since, uh, since COVID has, has changed the world a little bit, but um, you know, thankful for technology for allowing us to continue to, you know, share our passion and stay connected throughout all of this. So, yeah. Amazing. And as well as teaching dance, you also um, are now a certified yoga instructor. Tell me a little bit how you kind of got into that. And, you know, do you teach that as well as your dance and acro? 
Yeah. So I, um, I had always practiced yoga. Well, not always. I'd practiced yoga since I was about 15, I would say um, on and off um, and really just went to the classes for um, the physical benefits. And it was a great um, kind of supplement to my dance classes. And, uh, and it was when I started teaching full time. So about two or three years ago that I really started consistently practicing and going every single day um, and using that as kind of my, my new outlet. Um, as I started taking less and less dance classes myself and teaching more, um, I, I noticed I needed that, that outlet. So um, that was yoga for me. And I instantly fell in love with the movement, the, um, uh, the philosophy behind it and the science behind it. And so decided to get my teacher certification. Um, and it's really changed my life in so many different ways. I've noticed I've become a better mover, a better artist, a better teacher after taking my um, 200 hour certification. So that's something I'm really excited to continue with and continue integrating into my dance classes. I use a lot of movement and wellness practices from um, my yoga background and yoga education um, in my dance classes now. I'm mostly teaching uh, flexibility for dancers. Um, and yoga is amazing to build strength, flexibility, mobi mobility, balance, stability, all in one class. So um, that's kind of where my yoga background meets my dance, my love for dance. Yeah, and I can really see how that is so, you know, they work together so well. I think similarly to um, Pilates has, you know, a lot of dancers do Pilates and it's a foundation of a lot of different programs that are recommended for dancers yoga is one of those things I think you know probably even like less equipment um less things that you really need I know you, like, you probably use some equipment um but it's just so amazing uh, to hear and I think like it's a lot um of hours that go into doing that instructor course like that's really incredible to learn so I'm sure that with that comes a wealth of knowledge now like you said you incorporate that into your uh, teaching and your practices with trying to help dancers become more flexible and aside from a teacher I know that you you know you have your uh, movement with Erica sort of part of your business you sort of have two businesses a little bit can you tell me a little bit about that yeah so I um I started movement with Erica actually started as um, Miss Erica Heritage um, that was I, I launched that Instagram when we went into our very first lockdown here in Ontario and um, I just wanted to create a space for dancers to stay motivated and connected and all my students to come and see that I'm still moving at home and hopefully spread some inspiration there um, and then that kind of evolved into movement with Erica and um, most recently I launched kind of an extension of that um, called the way of <laughs> called the wealthy dancer company and um so that is the idea behind there that extension I guess of my business is to promote more self-love self-care self-acceptance um safe training injury prevention injury rehab um all of that into uh the dance studio space I um I loved my dance studio growing up. That was like my favorite place to be. I knew that it was gonna be a safe space for me like to go into no matter what happened that day or 
it was just like I would walk in and take off a jacket of stress and I was in my happy place. Um, but I did have friends and I do know students who don't um, feel that, that way about dance. And, and so that's kind of um, where my, my passion for wellness and um, that's a broad word, but <laughs> where my passion for wellness for dancers comes from, I, I want everybody to experience um, dance as an art, as an outlet. Um, and while it can be beautiful and technical and um, serious, it can be fun, it can be an outlet, it can be um, something that makes you feel beautiful and strong and empowered all at the same time. So um, that's a very new offering and a very new um, venture of mine, but it's it's definitely an extension of who I am and what I'm passionate about uh, teaching and learning. That's so incredible. And I think, like you said, like I've, I had a similar um, experience growing up. I was very, very lucky to have such an amazing um, dance studio where I went. And similarly to you, whenever I walked in, I just was like, oh, like I just felt so much better. But I know a lot of people um, who didn't have that experience and maybe something like this would have been so beneficial for them at the time. So it's so lovely to see that there's something like this out there. And I think also it's so important um, as a resource for dance teachers to think about how they can incorporate this practice into their classes day to day or you know if isn't even dance studio owners had this as like a workshop or something like that is that how do you work with people currently other than one-on-one -on -one? yeah definitely so um one big thing that I'm hoping to and I'm already in the works of launching our workshops um and right now I have um just a small Facebook group community with uh, where I share different practices. It could, sometimes it's movement and safe training. Other times it's um, small things like journaling or um, different uh, just tips and tricks I've learned along the way, especially in terms of the virtual teaching and stuff like that, um, that dance teachers can, we can kind of bounce ideas off of each other, share ideas, um, share what we've learned. So that's currently what I, I have right now, but, um, I definitely want to get some workshops going for um, studio owners and studio and dance studio teachers, sorry, studio owners or, or dance teachers, um, just to help them understand, because I think that this can sometimes be a little bit overwhelming, especially if you have 45 minutes or an hour long class, sometimes it's hard to fit all of um, the, you know, wellness, uh, practices and little things that aren't movement or aren't dance into a class. It's hard to fit all of that in there. Um, but there are, you know, little things that take five minutes that can really change um, a dancer's perspective or a dancer's experience in class. So I think um, carving out five to 10 minutes in every class to incorporate a, a little bit of uh, breathing or a meditation or um, a few minutes to journal about their class, what they think they did amazing, what one correction that they learned, um, stuff like that, I think can really help to uh, facilitate a safe and um, really uh, positive, um, loving space for dancers. Yeah, I 100% agree. And that's super incredible and amazing that you can start to offer that uh, in a workshop experience. and. So amazing, I guess, 
in a way like the you know the pandemic was awful obviously but I think that it has given us insight into different ways of working that we might not have thought about before so being able to offer yeah. your experience virtually to like people all across the world um, and being able to connect in that way is something that I think maybe a couple of years ago we wouldn't have even considered. Exactly yeah it's great to be able to share resources with people from um, you know, all around the world, just like you said, it's, it's amazing that we're able to connect. Um, you know, we're like a day apart. <laughs> it's still Sunday afternoon for me here and, and I'm talking to you and it's Monday morning. Right. And it's, it's great that we can, we can share. And, um, that's really what I want the wealthy dancer to be sort of like collaborative, um, community where we all share ideas, um, I hope to have, you know, different teachers and different um, educators to share what they're passionate about in this uh, wellness for dancers space, because I know there are lots of people making huge waves in this industry already. So I, uh, I just want to be a part and bring that together and really try to um, promote more self-love and, and acceptance in the dance studio space. Amazing. And I think as well, because I'm seeing it when I'm reading it every time, but uh, tell a, a little bit about more about uh, the name of your business. How did you come up with it? Obviously, the more you're saying wealthy and wellness, people yeah. <laughs> might have got it, but tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so it's actually kind of a funny <laughs> uh, thing. I, I I originally used the word wealthy as an affirmation. <laughs> um, so I was incorporating it into my own practice of affirmations. And I was saying, I am wealthy. Um, Cause I think that that kind of, um, I don't know, spoke to me in terms of like uh, being wealthy financially but also being well um, physically, mentally, emotionally um, in order to be <laughs> like, feel rich in, in wellness and feel rich in, in financial abundance and those kinds of things. So I started using it as an affirmation. Um, it was just something I, I, I may have seen it somewhere or I don't exactly remember, but I started using it as an affirmation. Um, and then as I was kind of um, planning out some business stuff, I was thinking about wellness for dancers and how much I want to um, start kind of talking about that and start um, that kind Kind of extension of my business and then I thought of the word wealthy and I was like oh my goodness this is perfect and uh so to me for the wealthy dancer it means that um you're uh rich in wellness and you're you're taking care of yourself so much so that your light shines um so bright to to uh, reflect on other people basically is is kind of um I really like this the expression uh fill your cup so much so that it overflows to other people. That's kind of what I want um, for, for dancers, for all people, but um, you know, dancers have a special place in my heart. So that's what I want for, for dancers in the studio is to be able to fill their cup so much so that they can um, shine light and positivity in other places too. That is beautiful. And I think, yeah, I just, I love like a name that has a pun so like you know just spelling it out like wealthy you're spelling it as w-e-l-l-t-h-y um yes. I love that because I think it makes people think and it's rolled off the tongue so easy it's not something that's hard to say but um I think that's really really awesome and it has such a special meaning uh and then aside from that we you're talking obviously about 
um, the importance of flexibility for dancers and how that you incorporate this into your teaching. What's something that teachers, you know, you think can learn from this or a change that they can make to really help their students assist uh, with gaining more flexibility and, and how do you think it becomes beneficial to other areas of their dancing? Yeah, um, so one thing I'm a huge advocate for is um, safe and mindful flexibility. I think that uh, especially with social media and Instagram these days, a lot of dancers can see um, some crazy sort of extension and think that their bodies can also do that. And with that comes kind of an unsafe push and um, just unsafe training. So I, I really hope that uh, dance teachers and dance educators and dancers um, can start to train a little bit more mindfully and understand that their bodies are very different from one another. So somebody who, you know, can do that crazy oversplit on um, a stack of a bunch of mats, it might actually not be physically possible because of, of that dance, like the next dancer's anatomy. So um, that's something I really want to promote more of. Um, and just uh, using more breath and um, mindfulness when working in flexibility. Um, so I'm, I'm currently in the works of creating a flexibility for dancers program, just starting to fine tune everything there, but I'm hoping it will be um, some sort of private slash also uh, community and group of dancers. Um, and I, yeah, I really want to, to start uh, helping dancers and dance educators understand what flexibility is and how it's different for every single body. Um, and also not just training flexibility. I think dancers um, at times can work really, really hard on just flexibility when in reality, flexibility requires strength, mobility, balance, stability, coordination, right? It, it's, a, it's a comprehensive thing. So just training flexibility is actually very, very harmful to the body. Um, and also just uh, kind of, I want to see a shift in like out with the old and with the new kind of flexibility practices because um, we're learning lots and lots about the body every single year and I, I think that some um, dance educators and dance teachers I know I'm guilty of it myself can just kind of get stuck in the ways that we grew up training right and um, that's not always the best way just because it's the way that we we were trained there are definitely things that i i used before and then after learning more about the body and studying anatomy closely and studying flexibility more closely that i'm like oof i will not be using that anymore in my practices which i think is a, a great um awareness to have and it's like it's totally okay to you know change up your practices and change up your views based on what you learn um, so I think it's just important to start promoting that and start um, really kind of cracking down on these, these practices, especially for young bodies that can be um, quite damaging um, and cause some, some pretty severe like long-term effects for dancers. So I really want to help them prolong their career and in a safe and healthy way. That is amazing. I was nodding so hard that my head nearly fell off at one point that I think even like when we when we know better like we want to do better but then sometimes like even like for myself like my husband's a sports scientist like I'm fully aware and like it's you know educating myself is really important and you know he 
you know, has a lot more and keeps up to date probably more than I do. And I get him to share that with my teachers. But like sometimes knowing all this, I'll like walk into the classroom and then I just start doing a stretch from like when I was five years old. And I'm just, I'm like, why am I doing this? Like autopilot, right? (laughs) You really, really have to be so mindful of it. And I think it's, you know, it's what makes so much sense to me that there's teachers that one, you know, maybe it's not a passion of theirs, like that element. So, you know, they don't stay up to date or they don't have access to the resources. So again, they just do what they always did because it worked for them. Um, And then there's people even like me, like I know better, but sometimes again, I just fall back into that. So it's really important. I think, like you said, to be mindful of it the whole time and um, potentially I need to be putting more effort into my warm-ups and things in general to make sure that I'm planning them just as I do their routines and their technique and everything like that. So, um, yeah, for sure. I yeah. think flexibility is like a huge foundation of a dancer's technique, and um, you know it's gonna it's gonna make a huge difference if they're difference if they're training it safely and mindfully, uh, whether or if they're training it, you know, in a damaging way. Like that's gonna cause more injuries. That's gonna if they're training young in a in an improper and unsafe way, then you know when they get into those early teens and their body starts changing, that's going to you know change how if they can continue dancing or not, right? And I want dancers to be able to dance their whole life. <laughs> you know what I mean? So exactly, and like yeah. you said, um, you know, you're talking about them in terms of being able to like sustain a career, but even just being able to sustain a good life like as an adult and not have injuries that you know give you a sore body and you know doesn't make you get out of bed like and in the morning as like a 20 year old like it's really important you know for, for everyone even the kids who have no interest in doing dance ever again to keep their bodies um and protect their bodies as much as we can Definitely. Yeah. And I've, I've experienced that firsthand, like, um, just, you know, waking up with so much pain in my body. I'm like, I'm 23. I don't think I should be feeling this right now, but, um, it's, you know, it's, it's stuff that I did to my body, maybe eight, seven, eight years ago that (laughs) is quite irreversible. Right. So it's, it's really, really important to start, uh, training flexibility and, and, not just flexibility, all parts of dance, a little bit more mindfully, I think, so that more, you know, teens, like, I always notice um, a pattern that the the small companies or the smaller group, um, sorry, the littles, like the groups of littles are always bigger than the groups of seniors at studios. And yes, there will be people with different interests and stuff like that. But I have seen so many dancers quit because of pain in their body. And, and that's just not okay. That's not something that I want to see anymore. And it's not something I want to teach. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Now, as we kind of finish up our chat, I just wanted to ask you a couple more things to share with us. So for those who are interested in joining us at the virtual um, event this Friday, either you know live within the Zoom recordings, if the time works or via the recordings, can you tell us a little bit about the topic that you plan to present on and what you plan to teach us on that day? 
Yeah, definitely. So I plan to touch on kind of the two major aspects of my my passion for dancers. So first um, half or maybe a little bit longer of my chat will be regarding um, some safe flexibility practices and small things that are easy to take with you and, and implement into your class right away. Um, I'll also share some um, different resources that I'm offering, different resources that I've used in terms of furthering my education and flexibility um, and uh, that kind of thing. And then uh, last little bit of the chat, I'm going to talk about some different wellness practices that I've used in the past few years um, in my classes. So short meditations, some different journaling prompts, journaling exercises for my students, um, and how to just, like I was saying before, carve out those five to 10 minutes just to give dancers the best experience and keep them wealthy, <laughs> um, feeling happy and in their mind and body and soul. So yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to chatting about that. I'm so excited to hear you speak to this more because I know like we've again had a chat about you and your journey and then a little bit more about your knowledge but when we connect on Friday it's going to be all about what you can teach us which I'm so excited about to learn for myself and for everybody who's coming along so be sure to check that out on my website but if people want to follow you on your journey or learn more from you particularly um, or just follow you on social where how and where should they connect with you awesome yeah so I have a few different spots <laughs> um my personal yoga dance movement account is movement with Erica. Um, that's on Instagram. Um, and then I have a separate account that I, I just created. So that's the wealthy dancer co. Um, and on there, you can uh, use the link in my bio and join the Facebook group. So I share um, more in depth practices and explanations and, and things in the Facebook group and the Instagram has a little bit of it touches a little bit on what I share um, mostly in the Facebook group um, on my website there's uh, a lot of different um, options there too um, you can find my workshops I offer private lessons for those anybody not just dancers anybody looking to uh, deepen their own personal yoga practice I teach weekly classes um, so all that information is up on my website um, if you would like to be on my email list, you'll receive um, a free pre-recorded 60 minute class every month. So different types of classes. Um, that's just by uh, giving me your email and your first name. And yeah, I think that's it. On my website, uh, you'll see more information about classes and workshops. And for dancers, um, my waitlist is open for my Flexibility for Dancers program. There will be a program design out pretty soon. I, like I said, I'm just kind of fine-tuning the details there, so. That is amazing. You sound like a very busy lady, but you have so much passion and I'm so excited again to connect with you later this week so thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today Erica uh, it's been so lovely to get to know you more and to learn more about your passion and to share a bit more about flexibility and mindfulness and wellness for dancers and dance teachers thank you so much for having me I I loved chatting about all of this stuff so <laughs> I'm always happy to to have a conversation thank you
you for listening to the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemble Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.